Atheism is out. Everything else is in. What do you think? The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, what's up? Hello. Here we are in the pantry. Yes, welcome, welcome to the pantry. Jesus, not junk food. Come on. I mean, there's nothing better than that. (laughs) (laughs) That gives me spiritual nutrition. Exactly. And then when you think about the pantry, I think sometimes... The conversation originated in my mind with apologists and apologetics. And when we were taking our apologist class, most of the conversation was directed towards what you say to the atheist arguments. There was this acknowledgement that that's not the only type of person you're going to talk to. But what I did notice in the class is that there was this big void. There was an acknowledgement, but it was very brief. A big void in what do you say to the other theists that aren't necessarily with a religion, but they're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to invoke some demons with some sigils to make some Mm. stuff happen. Or like, what do you say to the witch or the Wiccan or the nature priestess or the person who believes that, you know, there's spirit or that they can astral project. What do you say to those people? Like those kind of apologetics were not the focus. The focus was atheism. But if surveys that we can bring up in a little bit if surveys and what you see at your craft stores your five below's your dollar stores your jc pennies your if in hollywood the themes of all if any of that is to be believed as what is trending the supernatural is totally trending witchcraft Mm. and spirituality totally trending and being invoked in like all kinds of ways not atheism Right. And when you look at like Darwin, you look at some of these other really um, Hawkins, like Hawkins, There's Hawkins, Hawkins and, and Dawkins and, and all kinds Squawkins of Squawkins. <laughs> <and laughs> anyway, that opinionated there. Those A little biased, exist, my but bad. Hawkins. My bad. And then you look at Darwin, you look at some of these others and you start to see that 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 moment in time, that snapshot in time is starting to walk away uh-huh. because there are a lot of things out there that are changing. There are a lot of things out there that are starting to prove that some of the things that they believed in do not exist. Right. And so as they start to prove it's kind of it's kind of weird how that shift has been happening you see it even when you're walking around and you're talking to people you're engaging people if you start to engage with there are far less atheists walking the streets than nine years ago mm-hmm. i remember nine years ago you go on the street and it's like i don't believe god don't believe god don't believe god now you go on the street and you, oh, i don't believe god, god is dead science but, you know right not anymore right and, and it's not anymore but you see shiftings and you start to see things that are happening like you were saying, because now when we go out on the street, we're starting to see young people, especially younger people that are looking for something. They're looking for uh, divine. I don't know what they would call that spirituality or 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 those things that are going to carry them through. Yeah. And you start to see a blend. You actually start to see people say like, OK, I know a little bit of Christianity. I know a little Buddhism. I kind of follow Buddhism and I do a little Christianity. Mm-hmm. I got some Muslim principles there. Mm-hmm. They're looking for principles, though. So so here's something that's cool and encouraging out of this as we dig into this about how atheism is kind of on its way out mm-hmm. um, is that we see people out there searching. Yes. And some of it is is morally good. Mm-hmm. And then some of it is just like, I want to, it's like the spirituality of sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, now we got a problem. Because, right. you know, that's going to run them down a hole that's going to take them in all kinds of directions. Yeah. But they're searching for something and they know that something exists. They're just unsure of where that existence is. Right. So Pew Research conducted yeah. a survey of 35,000 people recently, and only 9% did not believe in God. 2% didn't know if they believed in God. So that would be more your agnostic group, right. like the I don't really care. Right. 
63% were absolutely certain of their belief in God. 20% believed in him fairly certain. Mm. Or let me not even bias that. (laughs) They believe in God, whatever God they personally are talking about. They believe in God fairly certain. 5% believe in God not not at all certain. Mm. They are not willing to say there is no God, however. And 1% believes in God. They don't really, like they don't know. So I guess that would kind of go in with the agnostic 2%. Mm. So you've got 9, 10, 11, 12% that you could say if you went on to the street, they would either say, I have no idea and I don't care. Or they would say there is no God. Everybody else that you talk to on the street is going to acknowledge a higher being, whether it's they believe that there's an alien God out there, whether they call him God, but it's a female God, the she God, or if it's Ra, or if it's Satan, or if it's themselves, if they believe we all have an inner divine. Regardless, a huge portion of people acknowledge the spiritual realm to some degree. Right. And we're going to bring in a few other stats as kind of as we go. But but sitting on this, that aligns perfectly Mm. with end time. So we are pre-trib. So if you're not okay, take this and kind of figure it out for yourself. But for us, we believe all that stuff is on its way. It's coming. It doesn't give us the right to sit back and relax and cry that we want to be in heaven means we have limited time to actually get out there and share the gospel. However, it also means that on that on that future page right. of scripture that people are going to fall for a mass delusion and they're going to end up acknowledging a false messiah. And by definition, that's someone who's going to be doing fake miracles and things like that, <laughs> right. which requires a belief in something greater than humanity. Right. Even if it, even if the delusion is that humanity can evolve to this level to do these things, it still requires a belief in what's greater than what currently is. And this this idea of this resurrection, all of this stuff, very new age touching, spiritual acknowledgement kind of stuff, which if Satan is busy peddling atheism, I really think right. it was to make people just numb and dumb. Right. Still use big words, but be foolish in what you actually believe. And then now that that's kind of numbed people for a while, you have to wake back up the spiritual because you have to prep people for anything but Jesus. Right. right. You have to acknowledge their hunger for this and, and start feeding it to some degree. So the big hamster wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so he just, a huge, it's a huge, I mean, but this is something, look, patterns of people's hearts throughout the Bible. We always see this. We see um, a, a drawing towards God and falling away from God, a drawing towards God, a falling away from God, right. a drawing away from God, a falling away from God. With this always an underlying of, on each side of those who believe and those who don't believe. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's, so nothing new under the sun, Ecclesiastes, right? And, right. and And I sit there and I'm like, wow, okay, but something that has always played a role. Yeah. And all of this would be pride. Yeah. Something that has always played a role is I want my own. Mm-hmm. I want what I want. I want to believe what I want to believe. I want to have choices. Right. So I, want I have my, free choice. I want my choices. Right. My but choices. I want, and see, I think a lot of things. And then there's the other side of that. Authorita- authorita- <laughs> authoritarianism. There we go. Authoritarianism. And it's like, I don't want to be under nobody. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. And so it's like, it's this twist. And look, as a Christian, honestly, y'all, we're under somebody. And we have to, and we it listen. It is a monarchy. Right. <laughs> we don't get a vote. And as I, as I was sitting here thinking about this, right, it took, I, 
okay, old school, y'all. I'm back in the old days, Depeche Mode, personal Jesus, right? <laughs> I, I'm my, I'm my own, or your, your, your own personal Jesus. Somebody hear your prayers. Somebody hear your cares. Your own personal Jesus. Somebody hear your prayers. Someone who's there. Now, off the bat, Christians be like, "What, dude? Yeah, whoop." But no, every artist saying this was talking about the humanistic side of this, yes, and and, and how you know they were relying on people or, or relying on things, and, and so they're bringing this out in that sense of my own God. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that earlier about my own God. And, right. and, and I, I think that's where the eighties get really get mad. <laughs> like, I think it's being controlled. Yeah. Like there, there, there's such a fear of being controlled in Christianity that yeah. people speak out against it. Now on the other side, people want to have experience. People want to have feelings. People want to have all these cool things. And honestly, that's starting to yeah. outweigh the idea of, I don't want to be a part, you know, I don't want to be under anyone's control. Yeah. Um, stoicism, all yeah. of these, these things, right? Yeah. It's like now it's like, it's a shift again into feelings. Right. Like into this emotional, I can be who I want to be. I can Every do what I want to do. Every emotion is valid. Right. No matter how I express <laughs> this emotion, it's valid. Unless I disagree with what you're expressing and why you're expressing it, then it's not valid and it's hate. You know, and it's and it's this constant, nothing really can consistently make sense. Right. Everything is always up in the air and you have to prepare to say sorry more times than ever before because of how quickly things are changing literally everywhere you step. And, and, and let's go here real quick, because when you're in the atheist um, mentality and thought, you don't hear a lot of love. You hear a lot of like, oh, no, this creates war. This creates this, creates this, creates this. I don't get in a lot of conversations with atheists where they're like, but all we need is love. But there's a movement of that. Mm-hmm. There's a movement to d- debase the love of God and bring in the love of man. And yeah. that is the direction that we see society going, at least in America. I'm not going to yeah. say that this is everywhere and probably right. in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. We're seeing this more. We're seeing more falling away from God. Right. But going more into what you were talking about earlier, crystals and witches and, mm-hmm. and all these things. At, OK, look, maybe it's even locality. Uh, in the United States, maybe you walk into your five and below and you see Bibles and you see Christian quotes and you see all these cool right. things. We don't. We walk into <laughs> our five below and we see witchcraft, uh, crystals and astrology. <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing. So the table, the book table, oh. I went in there because I was excited to see what kind of like workbooks they have. And the va- there was one like be your own God or the God within you or something. And that's been around for a while. Right. I'm not saying it hasn't, but it used to be regaled to like a bookstore in the self-help and spirituality section, not like the main focus in a five below. Right. Then there's like crystals. There's, you know, um, foraging for witches. There's the, you know, the demonology books and the angelology books and like so many different things that you don't they're not demanding you believe all of them. But I will say as someone who started out her new age journey. It didn't go very far, but it did go kind of deep in right. what I was going into. I was into astrology because it seemed like it was more accurate than people were giving it credit for. And I even acknowledged God as a higher power. Um, but I like I wasn't an atheist. I never was an atheist, but I acknowledged mm. God, this right. God that created us. And I said, the Bible has it a lot right, but there's more truth elsewhere, et cetera, right? And so I was like, well, if he created us and, you know, and he has order, then who's to say that the stars don't actually foretell certain things about us? And that's how he has organized his creation based mm. on when they were born and the archetypes that they are. And so I dove, like I dove down into that. And after a while, it wasn't enough because I acknowledged this was true. So what else is true? Right. And so 
I started looking into crystals because I already love geology. Right. think it's beautiful. Again, acknowledging a higher power. Well, who's to say if in the Bible and elsewhere, people and, you know, he's, he's covered in barrel or, mm. you know, they had different gemstones, 12 different gemstones to, to represent the tribes. You hear just a little bit from the Bible in right. all of this mysticism. Right. So I was looking into, okay, I'm scared of evil. I don't want to be you know, haunted by evil. I don't want to be provoked by demons, et cetera. So how do I keep myself safe? Well, definitely not God. That's too much work and surrender. I felt that in me, that going to God for protection, too much surrender. I'm not, that's too much work. That's going to change my life too much. It's too radical. But crystals, crystals can protect Mm. me, right? right? So literally I was telling myself, Not that there is no God, but that that's not my choice. Like, that's too tough. So I started going into crystals. That's the kind of thing that you see with this a la carte, whatever the heck goes kind of thing. And before I get too far into this and and on the atheist, I'm not even going to sit here and say that they're evil. No. In fact, uh, most of them are morally good. Morally good. Right. It's filthy Uh, rags, but they operate like, whoa, did you read the Ten Commandments? No, watch this. And and when they see atrocities within the world and they see wars and rumors of wars, watch this because I run across this a lot. I I go out and they're like, I don't believe in your God. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I go to their page and I start watching. They're they're talking about wars, rumors of wars, one world government. They're talking about like currency, one world currency, how and and they're talking against these things. It's kind of amazing how there's parallels into this, but just one has God and the other one's like, no God. And I'm like, dude, just see the prophecy behind this because mm-hmm. the minute you see the prophecy behind this in the Bible you're going to understand wait hold on a second this book there's no proof show me the evidence okay I'm showing you the evidence right. look there is a book of course they don't get it no Holy Spirit I right. got it right. or right. there's no drawing towards Christ and I get it but this book is showing this prophetic mm-hmm. this prophetic progression to exactly where we are today right we're in sorrows. We're, we're seeing wars, rumors, wars, global pestilence. We're seeing, watch this. They're pushing towards central Globalization, banking. yeah. Not even banking. It was, I, I, I don't know. I'm using the word banking very loosely here when we start talking about crypto. But, <laughs> but, but, because where's the FDIC? I don't know. At least if someone steals my money now, I get back. <laughs> I know. With crypto, if you lose that little digital pass key, you're out. Oh you're my God. Who was that? One of our friends did that. He's like, I can't even like get to my money. Like someone robbed him and now he oh just my. doesn't have his crypto uh, forever and no one cares. So it's, it's like, like uh, anyways, but we have to understand something too, guys, that, that, and, and the Bible's very clear on this. And, and, and as we're walking this progression and seeing these people do this, that those who deny God, the God, our God, the God who created us are fools. Yeah. They're fools. They're corrupt. It, it, the most moral, whatever. I'm not trying to paint the atheists as a bad or, or even the people who are going towards these other spiritualities. There is a drawing away right now. Right. And this is all, again, within the Bible. The Bible keeps telling these th- us these things over and over and over again. And mostly, like I like 1 Timothy 4. I really like 1 Timothy 4 because it actually tells us exactly what we're seeing. It's like there is going to be this shift mm-hmm. towards evil. There is going to be this shift towards crystals and witchcraft and demons. And okay, let's just call it what it is, towards demons, mm-hmm. towards false religions, right? Mm-hmm. Now the spirit that expressly says, this is a first four expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. People sit there and be like, oh, that's talking about the church. Okay, fine. Okay. I, 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 well, I got a staff for that. Right. I, 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 I jump on that. I'm cool. You know, I'm okay with that. It's, it's, I got you. But watch this. If people within the church 
can start to be drawn towards these these false idols and false false <laughs> practices, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine the person has nothing that doesn't have any of this. They're, they're hopeless mm-hmm. in this in this world where is it is this pull towards a belief system, right? But not a belief system that's true, but a false belief system that's going to drive them into a different direction. Yeah, and it often brings things, it pulls things out of what we cannot see into the physical realm in this self-gratifying way that allows them, and also in this Mobius way, like where they can, they like it's different for different people. Right. And so there's comfort in that. Like you can kind of make it what you want to make it, whereas there's such rigidity. And also there's this anti-patriarchal thing like, you know, feminism. And so then it's like, okay, well, everything's pointing towards getting rid of this this God who identifies as he in the Bible. Even though, you know, they they like to focus on, well, he's technically genderless, so let's call him a she sometimes. Or let's say that they're trans or all these terrible heretical blasphemous statements. But there's this preference to pull away from this one view that has outlasted everything else right. and, and come in. And what's amazing is, is the verse that you went to. It's, it's looking at the different ways that people will get their itching ears satisfied, right? But also whether or not you choose to read that verse as being about the church or not about the church. There's another, um, there's another survey that came out from Pew Research, and it said that, I'm pulling up the number, okay, so roughly six in 10 American adults accept at least one of the four New Age beliefs that they surveyed on. Specifically, four in 10 believe in psychics and that spiritual energy can be found in physical objects, while somewhat smaller shares express belief in reincarnation and astrology. So when you're looking at that, they're, they're mm. saying that even Christians, <laughs> even Christians believe in at least one of those four that I listed new age beliefs. Right. While eight in 10 Christians say they believe in God as described in the Bible, six in 10 believe in one or more of those four new age beliefs. Ranging from 47% of evangelical Protestants to roughly 70% of Catholics and Protestants in the historically black tradition. Mm. So when we're looking at this, it also shows that New Age beliefs, 22% mm. of atheists believe in at least one of these four. That's what you would probably call like a soft atheist, someone who is like, well, God is dead, but there's spiritualism, right? right. There's something, it's just not God. Um, it's not just like a singular kind of God, right? Compared with 56% <laughs> of agnostics and eight in 10 among those whose religion is nothing in mm. particular, which is important as well, because we're not talking, when we're talking about atheism is dead or dying, religion, mm. right? People will believe in tarot cards and being able to channel spirits and even inviting demons into them, and they will not call it a religion. So you right. can't say, oh, well, you know, th- th- they're saying that they don't believe in a religion or so, so that means this. No, like they actually... It is kind of religion, a lot more disorganized, not organized, but disorganized religion. It's a belief system that they are using books and grimoires and things to learn, right? right? Um, The number of witches and Wiccans has increased from 1990s when there was like an estimated like 8,000 some in the country. 300 thousand, I think you said. In 2008, there were about 340,000. And then now in 2018, 1.5 million. Right. So there's a move. So there's a move. There is an increase in the spiritual. I'm not just saying everyone who believes this stuff is going into Wicca, but it does show that if you're moving away from since there's a bad (laughs) there's still a bad sentiment to witches. If we've got 1.5 million witches that are fine with that bad sentiment, how many more people are fine with 
psychic mediums or tarot cards or crystals or tea leaves or whatever they're doing. And I will say the hard, hardcore atheists or hard atheists as we as one guy. See, we're using this word hard atheist, by the way, by someone who's agnostic or at least. Well, no, no, no. He's an occultist okay, who occult, says he rejects, <laughs> wait, he rejects wait, hard on, theism that, and hard atheism. Hold on, wait, the dude that we're listening to is a cultist. I didn't even put that together because he was so like in between, like theist and hard atheist, hard theist, hard atheist. Yeah. But ah, Satan's cool. Well, see, no. he acknowledge. Well, see, that's the other thing is occultism is right. just the hidden knowledge. Right. So that's like the idea of they 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 have convinced themselves that not knowing, not knowing or claiming to know the truth is the humble way, which is the better right, way. Right, right, right. But that they can confirm based on personal experience all of these things that you can do. And they all oh, define wait. that differently. And so they pull from traditions and practices right, right. and all of that. You cannot define them all. That's why everyone just throws out the word like new age or esoteric or occult, because literally it's hidden knowledge. Right. And there's so many different lies that have been spread by demons and demons right. are willing to play to those <laughs> lies to reinforce them. So people are getting played right and so, left. So he, he believes in Satan, <laughs> even though he won't believe in Satan. I mean, he, you're but right. he, he likes like, this. You said a bunch of words there. Traditions and practices. Right. I mean, you're on team Satan or you're not. So but, but, by definition, right. he's on the same team as everyone else who's rejected Jesus Christ. And I'll bet that brother watches Ghost Hunters Beyond and Crossing Over. I do know people Maybe like that love wearing over. black. It's very interesting to me. But, and have snakes behind them. They're eating There's themselves. a lot of colors. <laughs> There's a lot of colors. And for some reason, these people really like to dress in darkness, even though they claim... There is no darkness. There is no darkness. Yeah. Or that they I, claim morality. They really love the color black. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Spiritual warfare, though. Like, <laughs> it's, I got on uh, a fashion no, tangent. No, no. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, it's just... It's interesting. Uh, oh. The patterns you observe from the outside wow. and how those things contradict... Right. right what's coming out of people's mouths because well, we've been convinced that we are right, right no matter what all of us right like we all everyone's walking around with the uh, they believe what they believe because they believe what they believe is right right including christians right. the thing that's really crazy and trippy is we're not all on an equal playing field and it sounds so pompous of me to say that <laughs> but when you actually we're have not. the actual truth you're the only one that can claim, like, claim it with authority, right. however you look like so full of yourself to do so. Right. But the thing is, you cannot experience a lot of the truth until you have gone that leap of faith. Mm. And then all of a sudden the receipts just come flying in. Right. 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 But if you're waiting for the, all of the receipts before coming, you're much less likely to come. Although you have some amazing people like Jay Warner Wallace who did all that, got all these receipts and then felt convicted to come. But it's still, despite that whole, whole stack of proof he had come to, there right. was still that moment where he had to acknowledge and he says it himself, the proof meant nothing if he didn't just leap. Right. Right. If he chose that that's not enough, the proof wouldn't have mattered. Right. There has to be a point where you're like, it's an, like, I'm going to jump and see. Mm. And if you don't do that, you stay blind. And then you and then you continue to call us the delusional, <laughs> like bigot who just says we're right. And we use this book that's so old that, you know, has has never been disproven and has predicted out, the future many, 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 many times and or, has 62,000 cross references, right. et cetera. But never mind all that. 
we're still the the one that's full of ourselves mm. for claiming that we right. have the truth. Right. You know, and and, and look, uh, on the worldly playing field, we're, we're so used to the need to see. Yeah. To have the receipts. You know, you walk right. into and you and you run your card. You don't walk out without the receipt coming to the table and signing off on it. Mm-hmm. And so we're so used to everything being in front of us. So used to the paper, trail. the, the paper trails or, you know, how I can walk myself the through tracks, it, yeah. the tracks. Um, and, and, and really Christianity, like you just said, unless you just take that faith, mm-hmm. that jump of faith, right? Walk, like say, hey, Holy Spirit, here I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, fine. I, you know me. what? These Christians are like crazy, but try me. Right. Maybe you're hearing this right now. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to go here. Maybe you're hearing this right now. Maybe you somehow lasted this long with yeah, us talking right. the way we've been talking. Praise <laughs> maybe, God. Maybe, praise God. Or maybe you just forwarded and jumped ahead. I don't know. Right. But you know what? Try God. Mm-hmm. Try him. Show me. Prove yourself mm-hmm. to me. I, I, I've heard so many stories of people who've done that. Anyways, mm-hmm. but it is true because Hebrews 11 one says it. It says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. And, and so every time... You get into a conversation with someone who doesn't believe the way that we believe. That's always like, give me proof. Give me receipts. You know, you're not bringing any proof. And, and you know, you use the Bible sometimes, like Michelle was just saying, gosh, when you start breaking down the authorship, how, you know, spread across all those years, right, of writing, and they all align to one another. And then someone sits there and says, well, somebody just sat down and wrote the whole book. Impossible because it's all written uniquely by different authors. Yeah, and if you say that, but you also believe in the scientific right. dating process and also the timeline of when certain writings were discovered and where they were discovered, mm. they weren't all written at the exact right. same time by people. Right. So those are the kind of arguments right. that get thrown out with a uh. hope that no one's going to check because it sounds good. Yeah. Like recently there was a lady in the Supreme Court who who shouted out, she's like the president of the ACLU. Yeah, yeah. Tangent, but perfectly, perfect, perfect example. Right. She's sitting there like being tasked with giving an example of how, you know, Men, men are. It's fair to put, let biological men compete with biological women. Right. And she uses this example, and she's like, "Well, it's like a lot of men say that they could beat Venus and Serena Williams, except no one ever could. They're amazing." And then, <laughs> be, yeah, okay, you have this title of authority, and a lot of people are just going to allow that title of authority right. to win and and instantly validate what you're saying. Meanwhile, I forget her name, but the swimmer that was there speaking on the opposite side is like actually the two, I think it's like the 236th ranked male tennis player in the world beat both of them on the same day. Right. So you, what you said sounds like a great anecdote and you have this nice title to back it up, but a girl that just knows actual reality mm. has the receipts right. to go against it. Right. So some of the ideas that we hear that go anti the Bible, they might sound good. They might use some confidence in their tone. They might use some big words. However, then you go fact check and you're like, oh, never mind. That's a bad argument, which is literally the story of atheism and their idea of of how we all got here every time, which is why they're dying. The longer atheism lasts, the more they lose credibility because nothing they've predicted actually is true when it comes to our how we got mm-hmm. here and the explanation of how we got right. here. So we see that progression. Yeah. We see that progression. Um, this isn't to discourage. This is not to to sit there and say, oh my gosh, because I mean, <laughs> cool, cool fun fact uh, stat. 
you know, we, we look at America all the time because, I mean, we sit in America. So maybe you're not listening to us from America, but, yeah. but a lot of people here are like, oh, my gosh, we're falling apart. Everything's going downhill. The Christians getting discouraged because the percentages of the United States and Christianity are getting lower and lower, which they are, um, and being replaced by all these other things. Like, it's it, it, biblical, y'all. Biblical. This The Bible has told us this is going to happen. Right. It's not something new. This is what's going to happen. There's going to be a falling away, whether it's through the Christian belief or people just falling away, period, from, from a religious belief. Uh, but here's encouragement. Here's encouragement. This is how good God is. <laughs> America's tanking <laughs> and the world's going up. So there's mm-hmm. been a 33% over the years, like forever. Right. It's been like 33, 30% right in that area right. of like Christians. Now that, that that's just their label of Christians. So anyways, mm-hmm. take that for what it is. <laughs> and, but what's cool is that 30, 33% is, is staying stabilized. Now, Maybe a little more discouragement than that because what Christians defined as. But I'm going right. to say this. God is still moving. God is still moving in China. God is still moving in Iran. God is still moving globally around mm-hmm. the world. Absolutely. And, and, and just doing his thing. Yeah. And making things happen. Yes. And, and so don't be discouraged in this. Just know that this, these are the practices that are going on. Yeah. And, and look... Maybe stop focusing so much on the person the atheist. atheist argument. I mean, you, you, like we sit there and we spend so much time trying to dig into the scientific. Hey, look, if that's your game, if do that's it. Your game, no, yes. do it, do it, do it, do it. But a lot of us are sitting here like she was reading some stuff off in that science journal today. And I have been away from school for so long that I'm like, I'd have to like go back and restudy a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and look, honestly, God says, you know what? Don't even worry about that. Yeah. He's like, here, look, focus on more to God. Yes. Look, I'm going to use what you're good at. I'm going to use your talents because mm-hmm. you're a body with many parts. Yes. Uh, so look, there's the, there's the, 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 the lawyer who can handle that part. The doctor can handle that part. The scientist who can handle that part. And me, right. I'm just going to continue digging in the word of God. Like God told me to do, because you know what? Discernment and understanding these things and seeing these things and, and watching it unpack how the Bible says it unpacks is important in our walk so that we can understand the importance of getting out there yes and being the light to people in this darkened world because let me tell you something when they come up against darkness mm-hmm. like you're saying the clothing and all that stuff when they come up against darkness it's, it's amazing that a lot of people who aren't like in that and being drawn to that or just they touch it now they're looking to cl- be cleansed and find light. Right. And Jesus is that cleansing and Jesus is that light. Yes, absolutely. I think this is the whole thing. This was to give you guys an understanding that we are not just coming up with an antidote right. that anecdote that doesn't have any numbers to back it up just because we're a podcast. We right. come with the numbers to show you that there is an increase in the esoteric and the occult yep. in case you didn't notice from like literally every <laughs> awards show, Netflix show. CD coming, etc. Right. In case you didn't notice, right, because you're you're busy living your best life for the Lord, it's happening. It's increasing. But that's not to, like Shay said, depress you. Have hope, because one, you no longer have to have so many. If you go out and evangelize, you probably don't have to have so many annoying talks about science, and you probably don't have to go all the way back to let's have seventy two proofs of logic about why God is real or is possibly real, and you could actually start with this conversation about why Christ is the point, right? And above all of that, no matter who you talk to, don't feel ill-equipped. You have the Holy Spirit. He gives you the words. And above all else, if you have the gospel, you have what people need to hear. Right. No matter what they believe, no matter what their obstacles are in their way, 
lovingly. Right. Don't see it as a counter argument, but see it as a loving option to answer. But first and foremost, always point them back to the cross. Because mm. like we said, all the receipts in the world won't save somebody. Right. That jump of faith is what it takes. And speaking the truth, the thing right. that saved them, the mm. actions Christ did to save them is what's going to wake people up. And the, de- and the demons can't fight that in the same way they can fight all the stats, all the logic that we have. And have the right mentality. I'm going to close with this, yeah. with this verse, Ephesians uh, 4, 18 and 19, right? Have the right mentality when you read this verse, because this is going to drive your heart to want to go out there and share and be, be in love and share and give mercy and grace and forgiveness and show them the truth of who Jesus really is, the redeemer, the restorer, the reconciliation that he brings into our lives. And use this verse as, as that platform to understand them. Mm-hmm. Because, look, let me tell you something. Satan, the world, and their flesh are working against them right now. Right. Look, it works against us. Right. And, and look, we have the best defense ever, and we still struggle. Mm-hmm. So imagine not having that defense. But listen to this. Ephesians 4. They are, de- they are darkened in their understanding. Alienated from the life of God. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Because of the ignorance that is in them. Due to their hardened heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. That's actually, that actually drives me to want to go and share truth and share what that cross is all about. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. This has been another awesome episode of the Pantry Podcast. Hopefully you start adding in a little more of the gospel into your evangelism arsenal now if you haven't already. So remember, you can go to thepantrypodcast.com to download our seven-day devotional, Jesus Not Junk Food. And you can also help support the show at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.